All right, Matthew chapter 27. Almost done. It's a <laughs> I have a feeling that we might go for a couple for 27, but okay. we'll see. It's a very long chapter. Okay. You good? Okay. Okay. Sorry, let me get to the start. Um, it starts with Judas hanging himself. Uh, I didn't know he did that. You didn't? No. Yeah. That's a very interesting fact. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about that this morning. Mm. Um, Chief priests and elders gathered to take plans to execute Jesus, Mm. bound him, led him away, handed him to Pilate. Judas saw this and seized with remorse and returned, returned the 30 pieces of silver he earned. And he said, I've sinned and I've betrayed innocent blood. Um, The priests and elders said, that's your responsibility in response and he threw, uh, by the way, I don't, obviously I'm not saying this to remind you. It's just to set the stage for my question. But the priests and elders say that's your responsibility through the money into the temple. And then he went and hung himself. So what do you think Judas was expecting the priests and elders to react differently than this? Sounds like he expected them to help give him uh, some kind of reprieve. Like, oh, that, that, you know, like, that's yeah. nice. Thank you for repenting thank you for changing your mind about this yeah or not thank you but at least well we understand yeah you know, but no they were hardcore okay yeah yeah I... and by the way remember jesus said as he exited the garden to peter after he cut malchus's ear off he said don't you think peter i can call down ten thousand legions of angels and put a stop to this right now mm. you know He said, let me do what I have to do. Mm. So when it says, and they bound him and took him, Mm. this is what it means that he gave his life up. He surrendered it. He didn't, they didn't take it from him by Mm. their own power. He Mm. gave it to them. Mm. Yeah. I see. Bound him and led him away, handed him to, Mm -hmm. handed him. Yeah, I see. Um, Okay. So then the priests and elders said they couldn't, you know, it gets to the um, issue of what to do with the coins that Judas yeah. gave them under the law that, you know, it's like, this is blood money. <laughs> we can't touch it. This. Yeah. <laughs> so they made a burial place for foreigners yeah. with it. Benevolence called field of blood. Yeah. Asadema. Um, Asadema. Uh, that's the Greek. Or I think in the in the uh, Hebrew they called it huh. El Sedema, a field of blood. Yeah, that Jeremiah apparently prophesied would happen, oh. Oh. like to a T. Uh-huh. I wanted to. I have other questions. But I wanted to ask. Some prophecies seem sort of loose uh-huh. to me, and some are so specific. Yeah. Like this it, will be called field of blood. It will be a burial place for foreigners. Yeah. And they yeah. did exactly that. Yeah. And so that's what leads critics to say it's collusion. Oh. They just read that old stuff and inserted it into this New Testament uh-huh. narrative to get prop up the myth. Yeah. yeah. What I, do you say to that? I say, well, it's either true or it's not. I mean, anybody yeah. could say it was manipulated. And anyway, even if it's true, it's radical. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't look at that as proof of truth or not. I uh-huh. look at it as... If I'm a cynic, I see it as a manipulation. If yeah. I walk in faith, I see it as a support. Yeah. Because 
I don't place either one as being the proof. Uh-huh. I just see it as evidences you decide on how you're going to choose to see it. But but we'll use the manipulation of the New Testament mm-hmm. beyond that to, to, you know, to support Trinity and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. As the opposite like we rely on that to support like fulfillment or things like that yeah. right yeah yeah so is there yeah. an... everything is i mean bottom line everything is evidence none of it's proof uh-huh. it's all evidences okay and you choose to assign faith to that evidence or you choose to reject that evidence and see it as non-faith i see but when an atheist says i have proof that the world is there is no God. Yeah. They have no more proof than I have proof that there is a God. I see. Yeah. It's just evidences. And so what God says is, I look for the heart that says, I'm going to trust in what my promises are, mm. you know, and the critical heart says, I'm not trusting them. And he yeah. gives us that right. And that, that sort of idea that God is looking for that is supported, obviously, by scripture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it says he diligently seeks those. Uh He seeks those who diligently, sorry, he seeks those who diligently seek him. That's his, that's his will. Diligently seek him. him, Does it have a, does it specify this like evidence to proof thing where it's like. That's me. Faith. But faith is. Doesn't it use the word evidence, substance of things hoped yes. for, evidence of things? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, Nietzsche said uh, faith is uh, not wanting to know the truth. Faith is not wanting to know the truth. Yeah, yeah that's how Nietzsche flipped it. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So you have the... Uh, you have the atheist perspective of, I'm not going to go with faith because mm-hmm. you can't handle reality. Mm-hmm. But it's just funny to me that the only thing, we, it's impossible to please God but by faith. That's mm-hmm. what God, that's what the writer of Hebrews says. You cannot please him but by faith. I just don't see them <laughs> so really at odds. Like you can accumulate as much truth and knowledge here as you can. But Every single atheist has to admit there is something beyond their knowledge and control. And that's where faith happens is when it's beyond the evidences that you've picked up, sort of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would think that they uh, could admit to that. But they would say, but you are placing faith on things that are beyond the evidences Mm. And I'm not going to do that. I'm going to yeah. pull myself away from that idea. I see. I'm just going to look at the stop evidence. There. Yeah, yeah. Stop there. No, yeah. There's no, because there's no evidence for the faith. Right. That, but, yeah. Why would I do that? Yeah. So yeah. my argument, which is, 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 uh, has served me well when I talk to people like Anthony Magna Bosco, mm. street epistemology is my evidences are not my, my stance for there being a God is not based on, the uh, interpretation of evidences yeah because i don't know yeah okay. the only thing i can say that there's a god is i was once blind and now i see mm. i was once an effort and now i'm not so much why mm. mm-hmm. and so that now all that side goes to try to figure out what yeah, uh, yeah. and if it is a thing then it is yeah you know but be grateful for it 
because you are safe, safer in this world because of that. I feel like, I feel like the only uh, refute that actually carries any water to that is that you're one of very few. Like very few people have. Yeah. Yeah, Straight as the gate narrows away. Few be there that find it. Yeah. So uh, it's, I think I'm one of few that have articulated it. But if people really start to look at, because you're not going to win with atheists on argumentation of proofs or evidence. No, no. But, but just in, in uh, comparison to how many people claim God and claim his ability to do that sort of change, very few of them actually change. And so that is like a, they would rule it out as like you're an, an anomaly. anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because how, if all these other people are claiming God. Yeah. Well, I think they have some merit to that. But if the response to that is, if people would pull themselves back from their egos mm-hmm. and allow themselves to see what they really are, yeah in the face of other people yeah greedy selfish mean angry then they would see the same miracles been done to them Mm -hmm. if they've had the same experience Mm -hmm. it's just that mine was so overtly Mm -hmm. uh, obvious that i use it yeah everyone yeah yeah but jesus talked to that he said that's why those people who have much sin will love me more Mm-hmm. Because they have great reason to be grateful for what I've done for them, versus those with a little, they're like, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not to mention, no one's giving you credit for the fact that you're just being really honest. Like you could be, I feel like you could be really hiding all of this stuff if you wanted to. Like it was overt for you, and and like because you were really wanted authenticity mm-hmm. and you addressed it because you want to be authentic but like it was you could have very easily hidden it and you're not you're being really explicit about it and yeah. no one's giving you that credit no they don't give it credit because if they do it lessens their charge against the uh that that the miracle wasn't real but yeah. if they allow the honesty it has it forces them into a corner yeah. Yeah. That's why I do the honest way. Yeah. yeah. It's really great. It just is kind it's of different. funny to me that they don't. Yeah. They think you're like not aware of what you're saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> you're I'm like, aware. I'm very in control of the fact that I'm admitting this to you with honesty, yeah. not just spilling it out because I can't keep it in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you no. Know? It's oh, like, are you kidding? Yeah. See, but if I didn't spill it out and I was keeping it in, that would be plain to who I was before. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No one's giving you this credit. No, they don't see it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's annoying. It's anyway, awesome. so as a side note, that came from the discussion of giving the money. Yeah. That it came from jeremiah prophesying and there's loose prophecies so um and that was the price of a slave of that day oh the 30 30 yeah i think we talked about that in the last episode um who uh, just random questions the burial like burial place for foreigners who were foreigners to them it'd probably be like anybody who wasn't a jew that came traveling through and died in the city or somebody who wasn't of the faith you know, I don't know. So there were like 
this is probably dumb, but there were probably special burial practices for Jews of that place. And then oh, there's foreigners. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Many right. burial practices for the Jews. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, just going back one second. I had another question and now I'm losing it. Maybe we'll keep going. Sorry, people. Yeah, let's just keep going. Um, Sorry, party people. <laughs> okay, so now Jesus stands before Pilate, um, the governor. Pilate asks, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replies, you have said so. And that then doesn't reply. I am. Yeah. It means I am. Yeah. Why does he say it that way? This is the way they talk. So oh, okay. It means you've said it. Yeah. Spot on, buddy. Uh, <laughs> you got you it. You said so. <laughs> I know you wish you would have been a little bit in our language, but that's what it was. Well, yeah. It's, ding, 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 so, ding. <laughs> the way these things are translated, what they choose to leave yeah. in Hebraic <laughs> ways yeah. and yeah. what they choose to not, I'm like, it's really hard to decipher. Yeah. Yeah. You have said so. And, and the interesting thing is that it was from the Hebrew, which is, I mean, so complex, to the Greek, to English. Oh. Yeah. That's why when people say the word is perfect and it, your, your English translations are far afield from the real. The yeah. Real I just, it is really insane. Yeah. That that's a perspective. And I was so there before. Oh. Like, oh, that's interesting. that just is what you'd expect. Yeah. It's the word of God. Yeah. It's going to be brought to you perfectly. Yeah. Even if the translation's off, like you're going to learn something that you need to learn from that translation, that translation or whatever. Like It's always a favor of the good. But again, that's taking evidences and using them in the, with a heart of faith. Mm. I believe that God can versus mm -hmm. this is so stupid. Why am I even reading this book? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So they continue to accuse him, and he doesn't give any answers beyond the, you have said so. Um, and then Pilate asked, do you hear all of this? And Jesus is silent. <laughs> I thought that was just funny. Yeah. Um, Pilate knew it was out of self-interest that Jesus was turned in, so he asked the crowd, who should I release? Yeah. Jesus the Messiah. Jesus Barabbas? Barabbas, yeah. Jesus? Yeah, that was uh, Barabbas' first name was Jesus was a popular name because everybody wanted their son to be the Messiah because it was prophesied that he would be really? Yeshua. Yeah, so it was like everyone's naming their kid Yeshua. You're kidding. <laughs> no. Yeshua is like a common name, Joshua. Yeah. And so calling this Yeshuans yeah, it's is kind like, of like... <laughs> yeah, it's like we, we tapped into his real popular name at that time. Wow, how funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, and his name was uh, Yeshua uh, Barabbas. Barabbas, just yeah. another. Because, and sorry, but I thought Christ was the term for Messiah. It is, Christ is. But it, it was known that Yeshua would be the Messiah's name in all probability for the simple reason it was a Joshua that led the nation of Israel from Egypt into the promised land. There's a book called Joshua. He uh, followed Moses. Moses led him out of Egypt, but he couldn't take him into the promised land. Then Joshua, Yeshua, led them into the promised land. So there was mm. the idea that 
and then there's also maybe a scripture, but I don't think it says his name will be Yeshua, but it will be the meaning of Yeshua is in scripture. And I think Yeshua means salvation. Oh. So it says his name will be salvation. And uh, so that's how it works. Huh. And why would they like translate Joshua's name to Joshua and Jesus to Jesus? Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Why in scripture? Yeah. Oh, like there's, boy. There's oh, a Joshua. Man. Yeah. That's written Joshua. Yeah. Right? And they're supposed to be the same original word. Yeah, they are the same original word. But they have two different. Yeah. Um, okay. It's a long, really long, but I'm going to make it very short. Okay. The name Joshua in English, I mean, the name Joshua in Hebrew is Yeshua, okay? And to translate that in Greek is Iesus. Mm -hmm. And so the Greeks were writing the scripture. The New Testament. Yeah, so they would write uh. Iesus, and if they saw another Joshua, they would have written Iesus. Yeah. It was no difference. But then there was something that happened in modern scholarship, like within the past, uh, whatever, 800,000 years, where we developed the use of the J. Mm. And to not make it so confusing, they decided to put a J in the Iesus and it became Jesus mm -hmm. with a just sound, which the Jews don't have. Mm -hmm. And then to keep him distinct, he became Jesus Mm -hmm. to people who speak English. And so to distinguish him from other Joshua's, they kept Jesus. I see. Yeah. So other Joshua's were left, were Joshua. never even turned into Iesus. No, they would have been uh, turned into Iesus in the Greek translation. Of the Old Testament. Yeah. Of, the, of, of the Septuagint, of the yeah. Old Testament. Yeah. Why don't we... Uh, what are we looking at when we read the Old Testament? Is that a Greek translation of it? It depends on which version. There's a Hebrew translation and there's a Greek translation. Hmm. Okay. And the Greek translation came around when 70, and that's why it's called the Septuagint, hmm. 70 scholars came together from every tribe hmm. and they put that version together and they translated the Hebrew into the Greek. When was this? Oh gosh, it was like... Like-ish. It was ish before Jesus was born. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. okay. It wasn't way back. It was more closer to him. There was a Greek translation because the there were Jews that were Greek. It's because Jews were Greek and Greek influence was flowing into Israel. And so they thought we need to put this into a language that more and more Jews, because less and less Jews were knowing the original language. Mm. And I'm, I know I've cut you People off in the know. middle of something, but... Uh, Jews, I was under the impression that Jews before Jesus, like, couldn't convert. Like, they can't become, they're born into it or they're not. Like No, you can convert you all can the way convert. back. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's why they're, they were trying to convert and they made a Greek version yeah. of it to convert more. Plus, some of the Jews had become what is called Hellenized. They embraced the Greek ways. So okay. they started speaking the Greek language. Okay. So they said, let's make this. Okay. So Jesus comes along. What does he cite from? 
these sites from the Septuagint. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right. And when he quotes scripture, it's from the Septuagint translation. Wow. Okay. So it's hang with me. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And he was trusting in their translation of the Old Testament Tanakh written in yeah. Hebrew that was older to him than the New Testament is to us today. Wow. Yes. Yes. And he trusted the Septuagint that. was older to him than the New Testament. No, uh, the Bible was older oh, to him. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. But so you come along in Jesus, the Messiah, who's a Jew, citing the Greek of our word of our Hebrew uh, Testament that made the Jews mad. Mm. So you come along and suddenly about a thousand years later, like a thousand AD, somewhere in there, a group of Jewish scholars said, we want to interpret our book mm. through Hebrew. Mm. Okay. Now, old Hebrew doesn't have vowel markings. Mm. It only has consonants and it's written backwards to us. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's written backwards and there's no vowel markings. Okay. These guys, they're called Masoretes. They get together and for like 500 years, they work on creating a text in Hebrew and it's called the Masoretic text. Mm. So we have the, the Masoretic text of the Old Testament, we have the Septuagint text. The Masoretic. And then the Hebrew before. And the Hebrew, Hebrew before. Hebrew, Septuagint, and then redone yeah. of Masoretic. Okay. And the Masoretic, they had to come up with vowel markings. Okay. And remember, are the Masoretes friends of Jesus? No. No. So the Masoretic text does some stuff that F's up oh. that Old Testament oh. and it takes like prophecies of him and it, it the prophecy will be see. like, and he should be born of a virgin. And that verse, I'm just making this up, will say, and a goat will gallop in the hills. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That's insane. Yeah. Well, one of, here, I'm sorry to belabor it, but no. one of the things God says all the way back at the beginning is, I want my name known. Mm. I want my name known. Oh. I want you to be a city set on a hill. I want you to have all nations to come to you. I want Gentiles to be able to offer sacrifice in my mm. temple. The Jews said, no, mm. we want to keep your name sacred. We don't want people to know it. And we're not going to embrace all the other countries. And that just degraded over time to the point when the Masoretic text came, they changed Jahava to Jehovah. They mm. gave it those, but the contextual name is really uh, Yahava. Mm. And it makes more sense in the, mm. so it, the Masoretic text continued the larceny of that nation to obscure so that they could keep him private. Mm. You see, so I don't trust that Masoretic text mm -hmm. at all. I trust the Septuagint. Do we have access to the one before the Septuagint? Yeah, there, there are ancient texts, but none of them are original. They're all copies of copies because the Jews would throw away the old copies uh -huh. and replace them with the new and keep the new until it needed to be replaced. Uh -huh. So we don't have original manuscripts, well, but we do have uh, frac fragmented manuscripts mm. and we do have the Dead Sea Scrolls mm. which contain a lot almost all of the Old Testament of, and in they, Hebrew pre in Septuagint, pre -Sept okay. Septuagint that's what the Dead Sea Scrolls yeah. are? yeah wow. and they confirm the translation of the Septuagint as being 99.9% .9 correct oh, okay yeah. okay so has anyone done a we're over time, by the way. Has anyone done a Masoretic versus Dead Sea Scrolls? That's a great question. I don't know. 
But I think you can, I think it could be, have been done. I don't know if it's been done. And I think those glaring inconsistencies would be readily apparent. I'm really curious. Yeah. So what we're saying is God has allowed other human beings to F with all mm -hmm. sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Last question. Why did the Masoretes need to include vowel markings if Hebrew isn't, doesn't have vowels? Because no one knew how to read it by the time they were translating it. Did Hebrew itself change? Yeah. There's, there's called ancient Hebrew, which is like paleo uh, Hebrew, and it was more uh, known verbally. Oh. So what was actually written was far less important mm. than what was said. So, it, it, like, you could have a word like blah, blah, mm. okay, <laughs> blah, blah, and they okay. would say, blah, blah. <laughs> and when they saw blah, blah, yeah. they would say, blah, blah, and people would know what they meant. The yeah. word meant less than what, how it was sounded and said. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that happens today when we have full writing. Sure. Even with tone, it's, yeah, yeah. So. Wow. Wild, huh? We should stop this episode, but that was really good. That was good. Thank Everyone you, Everyone should Delaney. watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you at the next one. Ta-ta.